<laughs> Hello and welcome. We're live on the Gur and Tess Ridiculousness Hour today because we are doing all things silly today. We are at a working retreat on yes. the banks of the River Murray with somebody very special. Shh, I'll tell you who that is in a minute. Um, the G&T sessions, everything that shits us about being in business, but the one there's always one thing that we truly, truly love, which we will share with you. We're going to be talking about the importance of being visible. Mm -hmm. uh, we are on a houseboat. So mm -hmm. if you're feeling a little bit seasick, it's because my camera keeps getting the wobbles because we are actually on water on the banks of the Murray River. Well, that means that you have the whole being on a houseboat experience with us, yes. right? When we move, you'll be moving. Yes. So yeah, you're right here in person with us. Yes. <laughs> As you know, we're not normally in the same room together. So if you see us fighting for space, that's because we tend to be a little bit like that with each other. Um, all right, are we going to introduce our special person? Yes, yes. Our I special... feel like I need to grab your chair and just go, hoik! <laughs> we call him a ras. Fancy here. <laughs> 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 so exciting. It's very, very exciting. <laughs> very well, short. Well, you are very. No, no, you've made me look short. So I am very excited because Nicola, we've been joking for a little while about the G and T sessions, and it's usually an end between the G and the T. We should actually have you sitting in the middle because the now we've got the G and the N and the T for the G and T session. I like it. You like it a lot? I like it a lot. Um, and so we're here working with Nicola all of this week in this houseboat um, on the banks of the Murray. And it's pretty exciting, not just being here together, which is really, really, really incredible, but we're also just really digging into, digging into getting our fingers muddy and messy here on the banks of the Murray. In the River Murray mud. In the River Murray mud, while we mess about in our businesses and unlock little bits and pieces of secret and magic and a bit of mischief. We don't do mischief. Much. <laughs> Tess. <laughs> so, we thought today we would talk about the importance of being visible. Mm. Did you bring a prop? Go get Ooh. your prop. What about this? post-its all through it. Oh. It's post-its. There's some clean ones in my room. We'll have your post-its. This is how you know it gets used. This is how you know it's live. <laughs> hey, Cal. <laughs> so we are going to be talking a little bit about the importance. Nicola has written a book which will help you. And if you're one of my... the men, ooh, No, will I give my Like a Boss members a secret? No, I'm not. Mm. No, I just have to wait and find yeah. out. Um, <laughs> uh, this is all about why and how you should be visible in your business. If you want your business to flourish in this modern day and age where we don't have billboards and newspapers and, and... They no longer exist. Pamphlets on the street corners. Yeah. No. No. How do we get we visible? Do How do we do that? How do we get visible? You just post some stuff on the internet. Yeah. And yeah. it just works and then people see you and you make all the money. Yes. It's as easy as that. Easy as that. That's it. Which is why you're all doing it so beautifully, right? Because it's so easy? <laughs> so easy. No, <laughs> we overcomplicate it and we stop ourselves from doing it because mm. of certain things that's going on in our heads. That's it's right. our own self-talk about mm. what's going to happen if I actually put myself out there. Exactly. Am I right? You yeah, are always yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, so mm. I think we... Are we right? Because that's our perspective, mm -hmm. and you've been doing this for longer 
mm. teaching people how to do this stuff for a long time. Well, I think the thing that most people struggle with, and you know, mm. this is the thing that we've, we've talked about a lot, is that so many people get caught up in the, well, I, I don't know enough, no one's going to listen, the competition is fierce, imposter syndrome kicks in, oh, but Gerd is saying the same thing that Tess is saying that I'm saying, and, mm. and this, that, and the other, mm. and that can be the, a real, really big sticking point for yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. So they, they, they decide that instead of going out there and just kind of doing it, and we all know that, you know, done is better than perfect, yes. is that they'll, they'll kind of play into that stuff and just not, and just not yes. do it. And then the world misses out on their awesomeness, mm, which is yes. really sad. It is really sad. It is really sad. I think I think that there are so I'm very conscious of my stress this morning. <laughs> um, yeah, it is sad. I think there are so many people out there with special mm. knowledge that mm. they underestimate or undervalue, uh, special experience in their particular mm. industry mm. that they underestimate or undervalue, mm. and don't understand just how unique their particular perspective is. Mm -hmm. So Gerda and I do pretty much the mm -hmm. same thing in inverted commas, but Gerda has her particular perspective. I have my particular yeah. perspective and everybody else has their particular perspective. Mm. If you don't put your message out there, nobody's going to know whether or not they resonate with you versus mm. the next mm -hmm. person because how do they get to know you if yeah. you're not yeah. visible? Yeah, It's Easy so true then. because a lot mm. of people might have the same topic areas that they want mm. to talk about or educate people on or might mm. have a similar message, but it's your expression of that message that makes all the difference, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. the two of us can talk about what hiring team or managing team or being a leader but the way mm. that we express our ideas around it is mm. different um, some of our strategies might be similar but still different yeah. right in terms mm. of how we implement it our mm. approaches to it and it's really about being okay that um, yes somebody else might be talking about a similar mm. subject but nobody can talk about it the way I can and the way you can talk about it and the way that Nicola talks about what she does right yeah um, so that is so important to recognize and um, one of the, the the I don't know what's the word excuses let's call it what it is <laughs> yeah, yeah. or mental blocks that mm. people often have when I talk to them is they are scared that they're gonna get in trouble yes okay yeah. what if I say something that I shouldn't have said you know especially doing a live stream like this one oh my goodness how do I take it back right if I say the wrong thing yeah what's gonna happen mm. and especially oh my clients will leave me <laughs> mm -hmm. yes I'll get reported <laughs> yes yes, yes. You know? I'll get reported I'll get stalked I'll get found yeah. I'll be visible but yeah. that's point. Yeah. we'll be visible mm, yeah. we need to be yeah. yeah 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 and I for one can say I've probably said a couple of uh, inappropriate not right stuff on social media really yes <laughs> and I'm still here <laughs> nobody has reported me um, you know um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying hard enough <laughs> wow that's something Ooh. to reflect on right fighting words <laughs> Um, and, and nothing has happened. I think yeah. we make it so big and scary yeah. in our minds, which when really in reality, mm. it's not. Mm. And the other thing that I actually heard just this week, when somebody said um, she's doing such an amazing job already, but really scared to share stuff on her personal profile page, because what if my friends and family sees it? Ooh. And you know, what are they going to think that I'm up myself and what do I know? And yeah. mm. and what if they don't agree? Yes. You know, or they, they give you f feedback, which, <laughs> oh, I wouldn't have worn that top. 
it's a bit revealing mm. or I wouldn't have said that thing or I wouldn't have mm. gone and posted that mm. photo or, you know, like that. And, and I think mm. part of that is that most or some of the time it's well-intentioned mm. and they're trying to be protective, but they're not in your head. They don't understand the strategy. They don't know who, like they are not your market. No, no, <laughs> this is true. They're not your market. They're not your market. And I think it's really important when you think about friends and family, yeah. especially if they're disagreeing with something that you're saying, if you're talking about something that's happened in your own experience, your own frame of reference, their perspective, if they've gone through that experience with you, their perspective is different to your yes. perspective. So just as professionally, we would have a different take on a similar topic, yeah. personally, everyone's going to have their own take on a similar topic. I've said yeah. things in the past about my my childhood and my and my the famous comment from my dad was hmm yeah <laughs> just an H with several M's mm. and it's like hmm so dad's take on that particular scenario that I talked about was different to my yeah. take on it and that's okay mm. we're allowed to have different perspectives yeah. doesn't mean I'm wrong or he's wrong and it didn't start an argument. It's just a different perspective and it wasn't yeah. a criticism it was just a point of difference and i think yeah. it's really important to be comfortable with the discomfort that comes when someone has a different mm. point mm. of view to you and that will happen mm. when you put yourself out there it doesn't mean you're wrong it doesn't mean they're wrong it just is a different frame of reference yeah mm. that's right just different different mm. perspectives and, and different experience as well i mean mm. you guys would see this through through the practice and yeah. with clients and they can still present with the same problem but the things that have led to that yeah. are, are yeah. different and unique in, in each set of circumstance and yeah. I think that's part of the thing that I, I've seen I know that you've got a lot of clinicians that follow you and one of the big things that happen with clinicians particularly is mm. that they think oh well you know so and so is doing the same thing that I'm doing mm. that you've got you are qualified enough yes. <laughs> you do know enough <laughs> Rachel <laughs> just looked <laughs> You know, you, you've got enough experience, you've got enough knowledge because you know so much more than what, than what your clients know. And yeah. I think we, which kind of leads to the other thing that I think happens a lot is that when, when you're starting to grow your visibility and starting to put yourself out there, one of the things that I know I've heard a lot mm. is, oh, but I'm not the expert. You know, I'm not the leader in my industry. I, well, you know, what, almost like what right do I have to sh have and share these opinions? That's right. My take on that is you don't have to be the expert, but you are an expert in the eyes of your clients and the people that you want to bring into the business. That's right. And I think that's true. I think that um, as clinicians, so talking about the mental health profession, as clinicians, we often underestimate just how unique our knowledge is. And so for us, you know, understanding how sleep works or understanding how memory works or understanding how anxiety works. They are things we take or they're bundles of knowledge that we take for granted. And, yep. and it's easy to assume that everyone understands how those things work. Yeah. And we forget that not everybody does. So we are an expert. You might be a professional knitter and your yes. understanding of how to knit is the knowledge that you take for granted that everybody yep. knows how to do. Yep. And so you're already selling yourself short before you've even started because you're yeah. underestimating the power of how unique your knowledge is and even if other people know the same knowledge even if other people are talking about similar <laughs> things your perspective is your perspective and so it will be unique in 
in that way. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I find, it, it, it's a really great reminder as well, is that there'll be people that you could have the same mm. experience, you could have the same set of knowledge, mm. but also where your personality, this is where your personality also becomes really yeah. important as well, because some people will resonate with Gerda's personality, some people will resonate with Tessa's personality, yep. some people will, you know, not like either of you. We don't know who they are. Who could I be? Weirdos. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody likes everyone. Uh, here, anyway, in this room. Uh, but, weirdos. <laughs> they get the memo, right? They, yes. yeah. um, but I think the thing is, is that we, we, we can't take that personally. We don't want no. to be friends with everyone. So yeah. why do we need everybody online mm. to like us and resonate with us as That's well? That's exactly right. And you know what, uh, the way that I think about it is who decides who's an expert anyway? Mm. You know, who decides? Who says, there's your stamp, you're now an expert, mm. now you can go out and do your thing, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Um, is there somebody that does mm. that? And I think especially, you know, for us and, and speaking as a psychologist, you know, we come through the ranks in university and mm. and you know, it's very academically orientated and you think I'll only be an expert when I have a PhD behind my name or I've written these journal articles mm. and stuff. And it's like, that is not mm. the definition of an expert, right? Mm. It's not, you are an expert compared to the people that you are helping. That's what it comes yes. down to, right? Um, you know something that they need. They have a problem and you can solve it. And that makes mm -hmm. you the expert in that situation. And, you know, tying in with what you've just said, Nicola, is just like when our clients come and see us and sometimes they're not the right fit, right? Mm -hmm. We just don't click with them or whatever. It's the same. It's that personality thing. And you need to, you know, find somebody that, that works with you. And it's the same like when you follow somebody online. Some people you can love listening to them and others gonna annoy you and you're not gonna yeah. listen to them and yeah. that's okay as well. Yeah. But don't judge yourself as being mm. the annoying one. There's gonna yeah. be people yes. that love you, you know, even though there's gonna be people that's not gonna like you. And I think that's a really mm. important part to mm. accept. I mm. think majority of us like to be liked. I know I like to be liked. Yes, Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's hard then to put yourself out there and know yeah. that there might be people that don't, mm. people that might criticize you. And it happens. And it's about being ready yeah. for that mm. and prepping yourself for it. When this happens, how am I going to deal with it? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think also, uh, and we've talked a little bit about this too. I think beyond the liking to be liked, yeah. you know, when when you've achieved in your profession or achieved in your career or whatever it is that you're doing, you've done so because you're conscientious. You've done mm. so because you've worked really hard and you've tried really really hard to get it right. And oh, there's a person. Mm. Hello, person. Um, <laughs> you've tried to do all the things, and so now when you're doing something new such as making yourself yeah. visible on social mm. media, all of the perfectionistic stuff gets triggered. Yeah. And I want to be good enough, otherwise I'm just a complete failure. Or it mm. has to be perfect, otherwise I can't mm. put it up there. Or what if I fluff my words? Or what if I yeah. don't know what to say? Or what if I fill in the blanks? Mm. And we've been talking this weekend about, you know, done is better than perfect. You know, you've got to get yeah. yourself out there. Um, you can spend a lot of time perfectionistically um, working on something, saying, I'm going to do that one day, yeah. when you could have done it. You could have done it weeks ago. Yeah, and, and I think what's really, you know, if you think about yourself talking to those of you who are watching and, and or listening, mm. 
if you take a look at you and you know the stuff that you've got going on in the back of your head, your self-talk and, and everything else, and we all have those little, we all have the voices. She says sitting next to you. <laughs> and then another one over there. And anyway, <laughs> we've all got these voices. And, and the thing is, is that if you're prepared to hear the voices anyway and get out there and do it, you're already in front of the game because yep. most people won't take the action. Mm. So if, you, if you're looking at the, the, the other people in your industry who are, you know, there's new people coming out of the gates all the time yep. and most of them are going to be afraid to put themselves out there. Most of them are going to be afraid to be visible. Yep. Most of them are going to have trouble trying to find their voice and then use that in, in the online world. So you're already at an advantage. You're already in front of the pack if you just start mm. and then the more you the more you keep going that refinement mm. carries yeah, on that's it and that's where that consistency mm. comes in you know just just keep going and if the if the thing you post today isn't perfect and the thing you post tomorrow isn't perfect and the day after that it doesn't matter you will get better as you keep going but you'll also what you post today isn't necessarily going to be it doesn't matter if it's not perfect anyway because you know, it all goes into the melting pot. It all goes into the yeah. mix. And someone will find something that's perfect for them. Yes. Yeah. So what you post today, even if in your eyes it is perfect, it might not be the perfect time for someone to hear that message. Yeah. So you have to mm. keep, you know, you, you do need to repeat yourself a bit. Yeah. You, or it might not be the perfect way for this particular audience member yeah. for them to resonate yeah. with what you've said. Mm. So you keep putting yourself out there and you keep reframing what you're trying to teach people and mm. share with people. Mm. And at some point in time, unbeknownst to you, unplannable, <laughs> you will <laughs> never know when it's going to come up, but somebody mm. will reach out and say, I really liked what you said. Can I work, how can I work with you? Mm. Yeah. It happens time mm. and time again. Because mm. I think people that try and step out mm. and they start to become visible they they really judge and, and i see this so often judge their success based on the number of likes and comments and interactions yeah is that a good judgment of success nicola no, no. <laughs> she already knew the answer <laughs> yeah no because i mean we've got people watching and i can guarantee it right now there are people watching that are not clicking the emotion no. buttons yeah. in I there. I have seen any, any. I saw oh, one, there was one, a little one. <laughs> we saw the, yeah. the, the rolling thumb up. Yeah. Mm. But people, uh, lots and lots of people, in fact, I would hesitate a, a guess that this is not the statistical number. Don't quote me on the statistical number. But say 75% of people will be watching, but they won't, like Denise, I think, has probably just done the thumbs up. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're watching, but they're not visibly engaging That's so they're right. not clicking like they're not commenting they're not sharing they're not responding to your emails mm. because if we if we think about it you know as soon as you click on something as soon as you click like or comment or share your friends mm -hmm. then see what you've done yeah. and and people can be really scared of yeah. that yeah so trying to measure the visible engagement is it's a it's a it's almost like a false economy mm. because we can't see what's going on in people's heads. Some that's of you right. right now are going to be like, oh my God, that's me. I don't comment on anything. Mm. Mm. Yep. 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 So why are we judging and, and trying mm. to measure against something that's really, it, it's, it's, it, 
it's not something you can and i think also if you if you factor like if you try and factor in how scared you are of being visible online then think of the people who are watching what you're saying and how scared they are of being visible online that's why they're not commenting mm -hmm. yeah so you coming over you overcoming that fear you putting yourself mm -hmm. out there you're showing other people and talking about it sometimes you know, i've shared with um you know my inner circle coaching clients i, I shared with them the very first live stream I ever did which was on retreat with you yeah. um, and I, I shared shared it with them because I hate that video with passion it's terrible in my in my eyes um, and I told them I was so intensely nervous and in fact I think yeah. the, the title of it was something like feeling the fear and doing it anyway or something mm. like that I was so nervous but I did it anyway and for me for a long time the only videos I would do were live streams because if I didn't do them live I would overthink it and get perfectionistic mm. and I knew myself well enough to know that that would win and I yeah. would not post anything mm. um, now I do a mixture of things so I think it's really important to remember that yes you're a human being and you're feeling yeah. nervous and you're feeling anxious and you're worried about being perfect and you're worrying about being like they're all common human feelings we yeah. all feel those things so comparing yourself and how confident you feel against how confident we look <laughs> and that's not a fair comparison either so, so it's not a fair like, so so forget the, the likes and the follows and the shares and all yeah. that stuff and forget how confident everybody else looks mm -hmm. and just focus on the doing. Yeah. yeah. Because we all have days where we're not Absolutely. quite feeling the confident and, and I think of energizer bunny mm -hmm. that we look. Mm -hmm. That's right. And 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 I also have seen it play out time and time again where if you're actually fronting up, say well you you're talking live streams, so let's talk live streams. If you actually say to people, Hey you guys, like you, you go live and you're like Bleh! wanting to vomit and you're like okay i'm going live this is my first live stream please give me the love give me some encouragement you know mm -hmm. I, I promise you i'm going to get better at this it can be like a minute long it doesn't mm -hmm. have to be you know jibber jabber cindy uh, like i know we can be <laughs> um always filled with value naturally um but but you know if you're open and honest with your audience the thing that people love and resonate with and I know it's why both of you have a really amazing following and, and things like that is because you're open you're real you're raw you're vulnerable you're not trying to make things perfect and it actually gives your audience permission as well to own you know some of their imperfections and and their fears so if you're able to be the leader of those types of conversations yep. and talk about the things that no one else is willing to do then it really helps you know, it, it, there's no veneer then. Mm. You know, it's just like, this is me, this is how I am, this yeah. is how I can help, and, and your audience will love you for it because they're worried about the same things that you're, yeah. that you're worried about. Yeah, 100%, you know, and we all know that, mm. you know, authenticity is talked about so often <laughs> these days. And the thing is, you know, and, and a lot of people love the term, but this is what it comes down to. This is where you actually get to not only talk the talk of authenticity, but yes. walk the walk of authenticity. It's yeah. easy yeah. To, to just talk about it behind the scenes, but to actually walk it and to be real that yeah. I am, you know, scared to go live, to fall over my words or to get the
this wrong? How does this work? Yeah. I've got a video out there that's of me sideways, right? Um, <laughs> and I kept it on there. It was just yeah. part of the journey. Yeah. Um, and, and people want to see you being authentic, yes. to being vulnerable and being real. The age of that perfection that we often see still on Instagram and stuff mm. like that, it's, it's passing, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, mm. people's, people's, I can I swear on here? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's, there's, like, the whole thing is like one thing we hate about, or all the things we hate about business and the one thing we shits love, us. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that shits me, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't swear. You can. you can swear if you want. So, but people's, people's bullshit detectors these days mm. are so finely tuned and mm. you see it all the time. You know, if people are uh, mm. uh, like all authenticity and, and, and things like that, when people are not walking their talk, you can smell it a, a mile away. If they're not owning their stuff, yep. you, you see it. Mm. And, and if you're trying to be someone you're not, mm. it, it's going to, it, it's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's just not going to work. It's mm. worse, yeah. right? Yeah. Trying to put yourself out there and look like something that you're not really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to maintain that. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. very hard, right? So it's better just put it out there. What's yeah. the saying? Boots and all? No, rots. <laughs> Warts and all. Warts and all. I mean, at boots and all, warts and all. I think what? we could use both. That's the non-English speaker on the podcast. Um, warts and all. Just put it out there yeah. and, you know, yeah. be vulnerable and mm. people appreciate that. Mm. And it means that you open up the, the path for other people to do it as well. And yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, you know, on days that I'm not feeling it, I always ask myself, so, you know, do you want to do this thing of helping more people in better yes. ways? If yes, then just do it, sure. right? And it's about reconnecting back again to your purpose mm. for, mm. for why you want to do this thing, um, which can be hard sometimes. Yeah, it can be. Mm. It can be hard. And, it, it, you know, there is an energy. I I know that, um, you know, if, I, if I'm not feeling the energy and I'm, you know, dragging my feet a little bit before putting something up on Facebook or whatever I'm doing on the day... I always feel better after I have done it. Yeah. Like I always feel yes. the energy as mm. soon as I'm, you know, with a live stream or whatever, as soon as the energy, as soon as that, that's that little button there that says live right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm present. Mm. I'm present and my energy is with mm. the people. Mm. And I often will say to my clients, don't think about an audience. Don't think about a crowd. Don't think that you're talking to a room full of people. Don't think about being naked either no don't think it about people being in their underpants <laughs> just think about one person you know, think about think about there might be just one person who, who might find mm. what you've got to say today helpful and mm. that's yep. the one person that's the only person yep. you need to have in your mind is that one person who could be helped by you sharing mm. something today and you can't even tell yep. how powerful it might be yeah um, because you don't know what situation they're in today and and sometimes the things that you think are, that you were talking earlier about forgetting our knowledge and taking things for mm. granted, mm. some of the things that I've shared in the past, I know that you guys have, have experienced this mm. as well, where you think, like, oh, I'm just putting this out there and, you know, it's just, it just, just needs to be out there and you're yeah. not really expecting anything back from it. They're often the things mm. that the, the posts that you do get loads of comments yeah. on. Um, or interactions or replies to emails from and things like that. And you're like, wow, wow. Like I had a salt and vinegar. I, <laughs> I put up a post a few weeks ago about, oh my gosh, salt and vinegar chips are my nemesis and my weakness. Yeah. The comments on that were ridiculous. Yes. And, and, and that's, a, a really, that's a really interesting, a good point. Not interesting, interesting as well. Good to know you like salt and vinegar <laughs> for our shopping trip maybe later today. Yes. Um, 
but that's the thing um our clients again coming back also to us as practitioners running businesses and stuff like that they want a bit of a sneak peek into who we are right yes. um and it doesn't mean you reveal your whole pedigree right but sharing little hobbies or little mm. preferences that you have you know you mm. refer to it as the disco ball yes. analogy you know the, those little aspects of what you are yeah. and i think that's what people love because that yeah. comes back to being real yeah. yes yes i thought it was mm. the most ridiculous thing i was really hungry mm. I was like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. I know I've got a packet of salt and vinegar chips in the pantry. And I was like, no, Nicola. Like, they're right there, my weakness. <laughs> so I think, I think those moments when we are vulnerable, and vulnerability mm. is another word that gets thrown around a lot. And yes. people assume that that means, oh, love, I have to air my dirty laundry or I have to, I have to get emotional for the sake of yeah. likes. Mm, no. Uh, no. That's inauthentic. That's right. Yes. And not that's vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. That's yeah. manipulative. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, you know, being mm. vulnerable, being authentic, all of those words actually do, when you stop and think about what they actually mean, it means being open and mm, being open yeah. to experience, being open to sharing, mm. being generous and, and doing things despite you being a little bit uncomfortable, a little bit nervous. Mm. Now... Nobody wants you to air your dirty laundry unnecessarily. Nobody needs to see that unless there's a really genuine reason why you are sharing a particular story. Mm -hmm. if, if you have um, you know, a, a health issue in your background or if you have um, a relationship issue in your background or you have uh, you know, childhood issues in your background and you're sharing those for the... A bit of a dance moment. That's my go and pick up the kids from school, but I'm, I'm not at home. <laughs> Reminder. No, we are Sorry. not at home. <laughs> See, it's live. Dance breaks. <laughs> but the whole point is you can share mm. those stories if mm. there's a, a, you know, a thread of, of, re, of rationale behind it. There's a, it fits with your broader message or it fits mm. with who you are as an authentic person. Mm. Sharing is okay. Mm. You know, don't be afraid to do that stuff. Don't be afraid to have the yeah. alarm going off or the, you know, the workmen turning up in the background or swearing you know, accidentally or on purpose. Um, you know, it doesn't matter. The sky won't mm. fall in. So that's that's what I mean by vulnerability. You're putting yeah. yourself out there. Yeah. You're vulnerable to experience. You're open to experience, and you're open to to stuff happening too. Yeah. It's okay. And I think that's the thing that that you guys can do while you're doing this is yeah. is kind of ham it up. Oh. <laughs> this is how you know we're live, friends. <laughs> and then you do what you need to do to get yourself back yeah. in track and in the train of thought and then mm. and then carry on. Mm. And people like that. Yeah. And if they don't like it, then you're not your friends. And it's, <laughs> it becomes part of your story, your story of growth, right? That's just what it becomes yeah. part of. Yeah. Like um, I mean, when you talk about that, I, I, I just, my, my mind rem, reminds me of the day I was doing a live stream outside because it was a lovely sunny day and was sitting yeah. in the garden. Mm -hmm. Of course, then the postie arrives and the dark dogs start going crazy. Mm. And, and, and I was a little bit nervous at that point in time. I remember time. that one. And I quickly moved to go and get the, the parcel in there. I knock over the tripod with the phone ah. and falls off. <laughs> I put it back up again. It's like, oh, we'll just continue going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a similar experience just a couple of weeks ago with a parcel that arrived and I've gone, oh, I'll get it later. I've gone, no, I think I know what it is. I ran to the door, got it and then unboxed it 
while we were Excellent. on the live, and yeah. it was a very fabulous jacket yeah. um, nice. that everybody loved. Yeah. So, you know, so it doesn't matter. Real. The bottom yeah. line is it doesn't matter. You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to buy into the word expert if you're uncomfortable with mm. it. Mm. Just trust mm. yeah. that there will be some people who are really interested in what you have to say. And yeah, there's going to be some people who aren't interested. That's okay. They can go and watch Neighbours or other things that interest <laughs> them. They don't need to. You, know, you don't need to win all the people. Uh, but we do need to say happy birthday, Frank. I can see you're watching and it's his birthday today. So happy oh, birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> we, almost, we almost Andrew's sisters did that. Oh, yes. And that was I didn't even know If only we'd practiced. Oh, shh. Okay. Now, uh, now I want to make use of this opportunity because oh, I'm so sure. Now we got a reaction. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe that was that from Frank? I think so. Uh, the good singing then. Because <laughs> um, obviously I'm going to make sure all my people listen to this now that I have Nicola on the G&T show. Um, because I, I also know what the answer to the, this is. Because you've trained me well. <laughs> and people, it's been a number of years, hasn't yes. it? <laughs> and people often don't believe me. So I want you to tell people how often should they post <laughs> on social media? It's once a week enough, Nicola. Once yeah. a month will do it, won't it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, I think once a month is fine. Uh, no, no. Well, you know. Um, so I was, actually had this conversation this morning mm -hmm. with uh, someone that you guys know quite well. And the, the question was, well, how often mm -hmm. should I post? And, and I said, well, at least five times a day. And, and she's gone. Oh. And I said, well, actually, I want you to do ten a day. So, you know, I'm letting you off by You're saying five. I was <laughs> being very kind. Like, because you can build up into it, right? Mm. Um, mm -hmm. But so the, the, the thing that a lot of people will think is that, oh, my gosh, if I post ten times a day, I'm going to flood my people. Mm -hmm. Well, the, the fact of the matter is, is that people on Facebook will see literally 10% of what you post. So if you're only posting a couple of times a week, it's going to take them five weeks before they see one post if they don't come over and actively look at your page. So this yeah. is as they're going through, they're mm. scrolling mindlessly through their newsfeed. So if you're posting five times a day, they should organically see you at least mm. once every couple of days. So in an ideal perfect world, if I had my way with everybody, it's at least 10 times a day. Now, most people go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's usually the, the reaction we get. So if you think about five posts, you can do a live stream, which is one post. Mm. You post up a lifestyle photo of you, whether it's up, out walking, and it doesn't have to be you, you, but it could be the, the scenery that you're waking up to. It could be at the gym, some kind of lifestyle -y thing. Your kids, mm. if you're happy to put photos of your kids up, it depends on your preference. Um, do a couple of those, I call them picture quotes, yep. like meany things that you might have your quotes on there or people that you really admire. You know, there's another two there. And then you've only got one more to come up with, which could just be like a quick quip or mm. a... Like <laughs> that 10 times <laughs> Or a song lyric. No, uh, you know, something like a, your blog, ideally, or maybe an excerpt out of your life or, or something like that. You know, there's your five posts mm. done. It's mm. not about trying to make it hard for you, mm. but we're talking about visibility. And the payoff for visibility is that you get to help more people. You yep. get to inspire more people. You get to build trust with people mm -hmm. so that you become the trusted advisor. They feel like they, get, they, they know you, they resonate with you and, and what you're saying. And so when they actually say, oh, Gerda, you know, I saw you and, and Tess, I saw you do this thing, you know, I really need your help. They, they've already, <laughs> I call it indoctrinated. They're already kind of indoctrinated and, and, and in 
in your energy, in your vibe, in, in yep. they're, they're sold on who you are mm. and they're much more likely to implement, listen, do the work. Mm. Yep. And it just makes for a much nicer experience, I think. I think it's a really important point too. If you're teaching people to do things or you're sharing with people how they can, how they can make positive changes in their lives, you want your audience to be the people who are going to implement the things you're talking about. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise you, know, you get exhausted and burnt out trying to push all of that yeah. shit up the hill. Mm-hmm. Um, the reality is you only really want to work with the people who are motivated and inspired by you. Mm-hmm. How are they going to get motivated and inspired by you if they can't see you? Yeah. They don't even know who well, you they are. They don't hear your yeah. voice and they don't hear your message. You know, mm-hmm. this is... And it's just the world we live in and I think, you know, we can all argue and say, well, I don't want to be on social media and I don't like social media and okay. it takes up too much of my time and it is responsible for all the evils in the world. Yeah. Well, you can argue that as much as you like or you can just do it. Think of it like a tool. It's like you might not like your phone, but it's a damn good way of getting in touch with people. Yeah. So. <laughs> and, and the thing is, when you are visible on social media, you don't have to do it as much selling. No. Yeah. Because just being yourself and sharing your message sells you already, whether you are a practitioner, a business coach, a visibility coach, because people go, you know, I resonate with that. That makes sense. I think this is the right person to help me solve these problems that I have. So by the time when they reach out, you don't have to do a sales call. (laughs) (laughs) Because we know how much you love those. Yeah, or, you know, try and and convert them into booking. And and I know the most of our people find that yucky and icky, right? Um, So it just makes it so much easier for people to say yes, to work with you, to accept your help. Yes, for them to Mm -hmm. work on getting to the life date deserve you know and even um, our our clinical clients uh, because they trust you it's easier for them to go I'm happy to risk engaging with you and your practice because I trust you've been consistent as well and we know how important consistency is in relationships right so I'm going to say yes to coming in for appointments or to working with you or doing Mm. your course Mm. because we have been consistent in our visibility in yeah. showing up and being real and just being visible yeah. that it makes it easier mm. for those people to then take action yeah. um, Absolutely. you know and get to where they want to get to yes so i guess you know think about all of the things that you do regularly that help you in your work, help you in your role, and you don't think too much about it, you just know that that's part and parcel mm. of the job you have to do. Um, being present on social media is now part and parcel of the job we have to do. Yep. It's not narcissism. It's not you know big noting. It's not all those lovely things that people like to throw yeah. at you. It's actually just doing your job. So it's part of getting the message out there. It's part of... I think particularly for mental health professionals, I think it's so, so important to make this part of the common everyday discourse so that we are also contributing to reducing stigma around mental health. Um, For me in particular, it's around business owners feeling connected. Gerda has a very similar ethos around, you know, private practice owners feeling connected and reducing for both of us, you know, reducing that stigma around getting help in your mm. business. Yeah. yeah. So whether it's mental health conditions, whether it's business ownership, whether it's being a professional knitter, whatever it is, whether it's being visible. One one. Yeah, see, I can't even do that. <laughs> I'm lucky I, I could even say that. You need a knitting coach. I so need a knitting coach. I'd love to know how to crochet if anyone could teach me. Um, you know, with what you do with, yeah. with 
teaching people. You know, mm. none of us could do what we do and mm. reach the people we reach if no. we didn't make this part of our work. Mm. This is exactly. part of our work. Um, mm. And that's the rationale behind it. It's not, it's not about sales. It's not about narcissism. No. It's about this is how we do our job. And increasingly, we encourage you to take that approach too. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Hmm. I think it's lunchtime, ladies. My stomach's grumbling. <laughs> it's 20 to 3. We've had a big a day. Late lunch. Is that make changes to your contacts? <laughs> That's how you know we're live. <laughs> All right, gang. It's, it's always fun to rumble together in the room. We squished together because we love each other so much. And, uh, and it's been great having a chat with you as well. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Yeah, and thanks for those that have commented as we've Thank been you. talking. I'll most certainly also be checking those out. I'm sure you'll, you guys will as well. And um, thank you for the thank you, Frank. <laughs> Have a beautiful birthday. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.